Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoza. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast this is the wrestling wrestling podcast yes palakpakan tayo because it's our last live stream for 2022 Stan C, Romoran, Emil ASH, and Rowan ASH all checking in. Uh, sabi nga ni Ro kanina nung pre-show, no Chino in the house tonight because he is on his way to wherever he celebrates Christmas. Sana all. Sana all nakaka-travel for Christmas. Ano? North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Inahanap na siya ni Santa Claus. <laughs> So yeah, uh, we hope that all of you are safe We hope that all of you are able to enjoy the holidays in some way, fashion, or form For us, most of us, we're just gonna be in the city Kaya nandito pa rin kami But next week, programming note lang muna before we uh, get to everything uh, Wala nang live stream because nakabreak din yung friends natin from PNA Instead, uh, we've pre-recorded our year-end awards And we'll be releasing that episode on Thursday, December 29 Para naman may mapakinggan pa rin kayo In case you'll be on the road, in case you'll be going to wherever during the week between Christmas and New Year's. All right? Uh, let's get the show on the road. We gotta, of course, promote pa rin our Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community kasi bilang makakapalamukha namin dito sa podcast, yun na lang hihingin namin Christmas gift mula sa inyo in case hindi pa kayo patrons. Actually, yeah, it's a good point. You know, we were just asking for $5. Like, that's what, 270 <laughs> No, 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 seriously, it's 275 Tapos, if you like yeah. what we do, just send subscribe. Using your debit card, credit card. Sorry, well, GCash to Patreon. Eh. It's not that kind of uh, service. Not that my kind PayPal of platform. Though. Yeah, my PayPal. Uh, it's always easier to pay via PayPal. But seriously, um, if you've liked what we do uh, for the year or you know, in past years, if you like the content that we bring you on social media, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, please consider if, if you have some budget left over after you bought onions uh, this year. But, you know, not just that, you also get exclusive privileges because uh, in a couple of weeks, we will be watching uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 17. And if you want to witness the return of one Mercedes Vernado, 
live in the flesh because it's all all but confirmed at this point because it's in Japan this week. You can subscribe. And you get access to our Discord community where we talk about uh, where, we, where we talk about a bunch of stuff, wrestling, fashion, sports, a whole bunch of sports, uh, memes, TV, movie shows, all of that stuff. We also get exclusive review content, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Rampage, pay-per-views, PLEs, live events here in the Philippines, care of Rowan ASH over here. And you also get pasabais, uh, our pasabais from WWE Shop, Shop AEW, and Pro Wrestling Tees are on their way. Malamang after Christmas na makuha. But, you know, in future merch runs, you can be a part of that as well. So a whole bunch of good stuff, a whole bunch of goodies and perks. Just sign up for Patreon. Please consider, again, if you like what we do, if you want to throw us uh, a little something for Christmas, konting aginado lang para sa pamilya ni Rowan, para sa pamilya ni Emil. Definitely welcome and appreciate it. Five dollars only. Patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. The link is there, care of Admin Jackie, and also care of our uh, scrolling ticker at the bottom. Yeah. Uh yung ano, yung Patreon funds, malaking tulung in sa Stancy wedding fund. So Yeah. You know it. <laughs> All right. Uh let's talk about some wrestling. We've got our first news bit that we were able to find this week, and that's a report from Sean Rossap of Fightful.com. And he mentioned that. The returns aren't stopping in WWE. In fact, sabi ni Sean Rossap, Triple H is looking to bring more former WWE talent back into the fold. So the first question is, who do you think is on Triple H's radar? Who do you think he's interested in ret- uh, bringing back to WWE? Let's start with Emil A.S.H. Who's on your wish list if you have one? Sa mga pababalik ni Triple H from yung mga former WWE talent. Um... If there are a couple of names no, on my wish list, I, I don't think these uh, they are they aren't really mentioned when it comes to making the returns. But how about John Morrison and her and his wife Taya, who I I forgot her NXT name, but Frankie yeah, Monet. Yeah, Frankie Monet. Yeah, because with Frankie Monet, I don't think she was given a fair shot when she was in NXT. I mean, it, it was their choice naman to leave when they left. Uh, but I wish that they would be given another shot because I think there's something there. Uh, John Morrison is a reliable veteran then on the main roster. So why not just bring him back and bring along his wife uh, with her? So, yeah. All right. Uh, Igor Rowan, who is on your wish list in, uh, if, if there is any? For the past few months, he has been teasing over on social media he is the internet champion Zack Ryder or Matt Cardona. Uh, yun, yun yung reason ko for him uh, for wishing him to come back. Basically, him teasing. And I wish kahit Royal Rumble bumalik na siya. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Matt Cardona, uh, there are rumors that Chelsea Green might be on her way back to WWE Road. You uh, Are you excited for a Chelsea Green return? I'm not a big Chelsea Green fan. Like, oh, yes, she's a star. But I've never really seen her work. I, I've never encountered it, nor am I personally compelled to go and encounter it. I honestly can't tell you how good she is or how she may not be good. But that's like an assessment there. But if she's over, then sure, give her a shot. But at this point, uh, on the whole, I don't really want to see more returns anymore unless there is um, there is a clear plan for them. 
yeah, going back to the discussion from last week, um, we talked about whether some of the reports or some of the rehires were underwhelming or not. Some of them should be or will be because you don't have a plan for them. And as from what we can see right now, there's not a plan for everyone. There's no plan for everyone involved. Sometimes you just sometimes they just stick him in there and then Medjo swimming with the sharks now at that point. That said, though, uh, I do want to see Timothy Thatcher and Bobby Fish back uh, as player coaches NXT and the Performance Center. Uh, I especially love the way the veterans have been assimilated into NXT, which we'll talk about later. Um, so I want more veteran presence there to help make the show good. Sabini Glendale in the comments that the returns are too much. Emil, do you think that WWE has been bringing back too many people since Triple H took over creative? I think now it is because at first it was great. You know, seeing those that were let go or those who left last year come back but now wala na yung novelty eh. the novelty has has worn off and it's getting to a point where someone will make a return and then a couple of weeks later hindi na sila nagagamit they're not even on tv so kung ganun lang din naman i am good if the returns would stop here yung mga one off returns again okay pa yon yung mga royal rumble returns short returns pero yung Yung mga gaya, what, what we were getting with Tiga Knox and, and the hit row where babalik sila, pero after a while, wala na. I'm, I'm tired of that already. So mm-hmm. Sounds like you're echoing your sentiments ni Ro. Igal Ro, do you feel the same way? Yeah, I actually think Triple H should, you know, maghinay-hinay lang siya sa pag-rehire ng mga released stars. Yun na nga, it should be saved for the Royal Rumble. Tsaka, if Triple H keeps hiring these guys, parang yun na nga, sinabi na rin ni Emil, na hindi sila magagamit even the current stars won't be used kasi parang yung ibang returning stars mas ginagamit sila on TV like Braun, Hit Row and siguro pagka if new or old names keeps coming back siguro ang magiging problema dyan is like how AEW is inflated when it comes to roster now they can control it with the brand split diba? pero the negative here is that some current stars won't be used on TV nga mhm yeah, uh, we are seeing naman na the brand split is still in effect. But for the most part, if you're not a part of the bloodline or if you're not a big name like Drew McIntyre or Kevin Owens, you really just stick to your show. So um, I, I guess that's something that WWE has been doing pa rin naman. Yes, I actually have a counterpoint to my own point. Yes, it's bloated, yes. But uh, the thing is, Triple H seems to be stalking his roster by... Um, by, as we say in sports and fantasy sports, stashing assets so that he can use them in case somebody goes down, in case somebody ahead of the depth chart goes down, gets sidelined with an injury or whatever have you. We see now, if you watch Raw every week like I do, uh, you can see that there is a rotation of casts yeah, uh, of, of uh, bench players. So like, this week or in the past couple of weeks, you see more Akira Tozawa and then you don't see as much uh, Mustafa Ali. Then uh, eventually they're going to move out, you know, switch out some people there. That's nice in theory. I think we are also just saddled with the expectations of everyone that Triple H uses has to get used on TV every week. And it's a realization that I had just now that, oh, maybe we shouldn't expect it like that. The problem with Vince releasing a lot of people 
that I had before was that it ended up really thinning out his roster. Now we ended up seeing the same people every week. And the fact that he has a lot of options now uh, actually is nice. But um, it is pretty sad if you are a fan of any of the people that he brought back. So you kind of have to brace for the fact that you won't see them every week or you won't see them win a lot. Yeah, um, I think yung model dito in an ideal uh, scenario is probably what Lucha Underground used to do. Because Lucha Underground yeah. had a huge roster for a one-hour show. And as you mentioned, Ro, it was a rotating cast where a certain two- or three-week period, you'd see a certain number of stars being featured. Then, you know, they'll be on, on the sidelines. And then another set will be featured every now and then. Or, like, every other week in rotation nila. And I think that's kind of something that we're seeing on Raw, as you mentioned. So, there has to be a happy middle there somewhere. Of course, hindi naman how to best do it so you know I, I wouldn't know how to best do it either I'd, I'd probably leave it to the pros to do that exactly it's just it's just a tough call but I think uh, there's a bigger net positive uh, in what Triple H is doing yeah uh, 100% I agree 100% Let's talk about our next bit of news, which is about Lacey Evans. And if you were on social media this week, you might have noticed that one of her Instagram stories went viral because of what she uh, what she posted, which was about ADD and autism. And apparently, according to her post, dito siya nag-exist dati. Na invento lang, invento lang siya, result lang siya of kids being exposed to processed foods. And a statement like that, yung mga sweeping generalizations na hindi naman siya backed by actual scientific information, can be pretty problematic. Especially when you're a public figure with millions and millions of followers on social media. So, Rowan, did you see this post? And what was your reaction when you saw this? I hated her even more. So, when we were having our pre-recorded audio only of the awards night, uh, I mentioned that uh, WWE is struggling with Lacey Evans' push. Now, ako, I'm not in favor of the push and her uh, repackaging. But now that she made her presence felt on social media, I hated her even more. Like, this is very problematic. I say she has millions of followers, and then she would post a misleading video. Uh, ang wish ko lang is that WWE would uh, take action to this because they are in partnerships with Make a Wish and other sponsors yeah. that are, you know, pr- that promote autism awareness. So, abrang sayang siya. And because, like Jackson Riker, they, uh, they both put their careers on the toilet. Wow, it, it's a huge, no, no, no. It's, it's a huge assumption to say that automatically uh, you're gonna commit career suicide just by posting something like that. So I wouldn't go so far as to say that agad agad. Ikaw, Emil, what were your thoughts when you saw this Instagram story? I'm just gonna echo as well Jung's, uh statement ni Rowan, no? and it's pretty irresponsible of her to share uh, that uh, false information with the public. And we are in the age of fake news and misinformation poisoning people's minds. And for someone who's a public figure, there's a certain responsibility uh, upon her as she is in a position where she could be influential to to a lot of people. And for her to spread fake news about you know autism and ADHD is problematic, considering there have been scientific studies that could easily prove what she was saying is are, are false. Plus, I think it's also an insult to those suffering from those conditions for an, a public figure like that to go out and say that in, in public. 
Rowan nabanggit ni uh, Rowan si Jackson Riker kanina and you know Jackson Riker has posted some problematic things as well on social media back when he was with WWE and it took a while uh, he actually returned pa on TV and had this run on Raw but even after the things he tweeted in support of uh, Donald Trump so do you think magkaka repercussions on Lacey Evans given that she's in the midst of a repackaging right now the thing with Riker was that he doubled down about he never he wasn't really apologetic for his views the thing is, Putin alang Lacey Evans had the uh, good sense to delete the post because if she keeps doubling down, uh, that's I think when the repercussions will come. It's really dumb because obviously she is a white Southern conservative, a dirty conservative, never liked those people. And she knew that her opinion was controversial no matter what she believes. Definitely, she was she was aware that she was going to ruffle some feathers. And then she went ahead and did it. I don't know what she was expecting, especially as Rowan made a good point. Um, WWE is really for the kids in that they support yung well-being of bata. They support organizations that support the well-being of children. So to actively trash that advocacy in general in in essence was a really really bad move so i hope that that was a one-time thing i hope that she doesn't double down on anything the way jackson Riker did i hope it doesn't get to the point where the other members of the roster are calling her out on twitter the same way they did for Riker. and i don't like her now so i don't know how she's gonna recover from this other than the fact that she's probably gonna attract the right-leaning conservative boomer audience on wwe yeah uh, on that note new interactions with co-workers I, I i hope that someone reached out to her whether it's a higher up or a veteran on the roster to you know um probably uh watch what you post or think before you click as social media managers would tell you before uh, before you post something so friendly reminder once again to everybody that uh you, you will always be representing who you work for whether you like it or not wala tayong choice that's how the world works so be careful about what you post on social media especially if you're a public figure and especially if you represent really big brands all right um we're going to be going to some in-ring action in a bit but first we'll take a break and we're going to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's get to some shoutouts over on Kumu. It's a slow night on Kumu. Walang ating regulars. But saying hey to Emma Julian, Taniguchi Kai, or Taniguchi K, Rose Pineda, Desp- Despinoza87, Elena Aquino, Lovely Ramos, Tus Biminda. Uh, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. 
the wrestling talk uh, last announcement for the year. Please keep smashing those hearts. We are at 1,404 likes right now. Uh, I'm sure you can do better. Keep smashing those hearts. That's how you let people know that you like the wrestling talk on Kumu. Oh, how about my Kumu pa? Tignan natin by 2023. All right, uh, let's talk about SmackDown and John Cena because he made his presence felt this past weekend when he appeared via video to announce his return as Kevin Owens' tag team partner. Interesting stat about John Cena. Sabi niya he's had a, a WWE match for the last 20 years and wala na siyang time for 2022. So December 30 is his one and only opportunity to get in the ring for this year. Rowan, are you hyped for the possibility of KO and John Cena being tag team partners? I'm actually surprised by this because strange bedfellows. To eh. Like, you know, uh, just a little flashback or a recap. Uh, KO uh, debuted on the main roster and had his feud with John Cena for the US title. Uh, so, sobrang interesting lang na sila yung magta-tag team for this last episode of SmackDown for the year 2022. And I appreciate this type of appearance kasi, I mean, bihira nang nagpapakita si John Cena. And, you know, like what I said before, dapat we should appreciate him more kasi we kept on hating him before. Mm-hmm. Emil, uh, Cena and KO, they're the latest pair of former enemies who are now teaming up against the Bloodline. We saw this with Drew and Sheamus. So what do you think about the Bloodline forcing these former foes to suddenly team up against the bigger enemy? Hey, there's a saying, yeah, no? the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So <laughs> we're seeing that dynamic here with uh, Cena and KO teaming up. It, it just speaks to how powerful the blood the Bloodline is. On in WWE because the numbers game will always be in their favor. So you got these huge stars who, you know, but you know, for a common cause to stop the bloodline, they're not teaming up. So I love this dynamic. I love this team up between uh, John Cena and uh, and Kevin Owens. Uh, Ro, see, uh, Cena now is the guy appearing on video via satellite to make his presence felt like The Rock used to. So what do you think about this nice, uh, I, I guess, turning of the tables in 2022? Yeah, 10 years ago or 11 years ago, we hated The Rock for being the guy who appeared live via satellite and he, who... Um, left WWE to make movies. I, I remember I was so mad. I was I was on Team Cena here because uh, <laughs> I thought that The Rock coming back was such a cheap move to win back the casual fans, the lapsed fans who had left the WWE fandom. That was the fact that he went over on Cena was, was so infuriating because uh, what about us? What about the fans who stuck around? And... Um, Watched everything, you know, watched the rise of Cena. And now, 10 years later, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Uh, make your money, <laughs> make your money away from the, away from the, away from wrestling. Go ahead and, you know, lengthen your life, uh, strengthen your body. I don't mind. Um, at this point, um, WWE wrestlers are pretty much underpaid considering uh, what the company makes every year. So, uh, I don't mind Cena being a featured attraction anymore. I don't mind Cena taking up the role of The Rock. I think he figured it out the same way I figured it out. I don't know about you guys. So, okay lang din. Uh, I do miss Cena. It is fun to see him back even when he cuts a corny promo like he did um, on Friday. Diba? 
but it is uh, a breath of fresh air. You do kind of miss the way he says things, the, the things he says. And I, I just wonder how, how much, how, what his condition is, what his physical condition is when he comes to the ring uh, this Friday. Right, next yeah. Friday, but next Friday. Yeah, ne- next weekend, but next weekend, but. Yeah, um, I'm excited for John Cena. You know, there was a time when all of us were probably clowning on Cena and part of the the bandwagon of hate. But man, I, I've since come around. I'm wearing a Cena shirt right now. And like all of you guys, I'm excited for John Cena to team up with KO. Thank you, Ron, for, for holding up an invisible box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, let's see what happens when KO and Cena team up against Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. Crossing Roman. over. Oh, yes. Emil, go ahead. May I add something here? Uh, I love how WWE is investing in this last episode of 2022 because usually you mga end of year episodes are just fillers or uh, recaps. Yeah, we're getting that with Raw next yeah, week. But, yeah, but with SmackDown, they're like putting all their eggs in in one basket here with probably the biggest tag match of the year. So kudos to WWE for putting some effort here for next week's uh, SmackDown. All right. Uh, so definitely something worth looking forward to. Because the uh, last Raw of the year is going to be a recap show. So at least in SmackDown, uh, malaman siya. All right, crossing over to Raw. On the last Raw of 2022, we saw another return in Bronson Reed, FKA Jonah. And he's now the latest Miz sidekick who helped the A-lister win his money back from Dexter Loomis. Uh, Ro, what was your instant reaction when you saw Bronson Reed back on Raw? Maraming galit. Uh, a lot of people are angry. Because uh, uh, Jonah uh, had a nice or had an okay uh, G1 climax a few months ago. And people are, are so invested in the fact that he beat Okada once in a G1 climax match. And to, to these people, this was a sign that Jonah could have probably gotten a main event push in NJPW. But that was one win, and those kinds of wins happen in NJPW all the time. And uh, Glendale, yes, he was doing big, but at the same time, they never really signed him after the G1 climax. So, uh, who was holding? Who was left holding the bag there? It, at the end of the day, the money that you get when you co- when you perform in WWE com- doesn't compare to uh, the money that you will get elsewhere even if it is the biggest company in japan even if it is the number three company in the world money and unless you're like a chris jericho or a mercedes vernado you're not going to get that kind of money especially when you are still uh, a young star on the up and up uh no knock on jonah he's just not there yet and i commend him for choosing the path that will make him as much money as possible because once you financially stabilize, you can do whatever the hell you want, which is pretty much the, I guess, the Shinsuke Nakamura philosophy of, of doing business in the wrestling industry. Um, can I just say, as someone who followed the same path as Shinsuke Nakamura and Bronson Reed, I wholeheartedly agree, uh, wholeheartedly agree with what Ro just said. Because, you know, um, financial stability is very important, especially during these times. So I, I can't hate on anyone who decides to go where the money is, right? Ikaw, Rowan, what, what was your reaction when you saw Bronson Reed on Raw? So I was actually in school when this happened. I didn't expect because as far as I know, he's New Japan. Nga so... Uh, sobrang out of nowhere that he would come to Raw. Um, 
I think he has a place on the main roster naman because somehow established niya na sarili niya sa NXT when he won the North American title. Yeah. Uh, Emil, were you following Bronson Reed on NXT and were you invested in his career at the time? Yeah. Um, at one point, he was, yeah, like Rowan said, he was the North American champion. And uh, before he was let go, he was being already, he was appearing on main events. He was appearing on, on he was having dark matches on Raw and SmackDown. So, but in a way, they were really trying to feature him on the main roster. Like sad thing, alang he got released. So now he has a chance to prove himself if he can indeed hang uh, in the main roster. Yeah, um, you know, at, at the very least, uh, Bronson Reed's another mid card heel who can work alongside the Miz. Maybe kung nagawani Miz for Champa before Champa got injured, uh, it could also elevate Bronson Reed's stock on Monday Night Raw. Any other thoughts from the panel? People are mad that he just debuted as Miz's uh, lucky number. I don't know, pang ilan na dami ng naging lucky ni Miz. Eh. Uh, but that, that's why people are mad. Leo is right. That's why people are mad. But I guess if it were, if it were any other role, uh, I guess people would be okay with it. But let's remember, at least there is a thread that ties Bronson to Miz and Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis. Uh, Bronson did win the North American Championship from Johnny Gargano last year. So there is a thing, there is a reason, there's a built-in reason why this is happening right now. And being Miz's henchman on TV is better than not being on TV. So that's just what I'm going to say. Yeah, you got Emil. Like, uh, the thing is, if WWE commit on him, but NJPW didn't, we really can't blame Bronson Reed for going over to WWE. I mean, may say, may say, go always go get the bag. And that's what he did. And us fans, we shouldn't take that against him. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, one last thing on The Miz. I wouldn't mind seeing Miz transition to being like an MVP where he's a manager, pero nag-wrestle pa rin siya. And he can manage his own stable of wrestlers, diba? Like he can bring Bronson Reed and Champa together as like a tag team. And then kung sino pang gusto niyang hatakin from NXT, he'll, he'll be their, their MVP, diba? He'll be like a white MVP or something. Alright, uh, sticking with Raw here, follow up lang tayo on the Alexa Bliss discussion from last week. Uh, she smashed a vase on the head of Bianca Belair and parang wala namang paramdam yung uh, White Rabbit slash Cicada logo this week. But um, this could be an uh, yung influence si Bray Wyatt. It could also just be Alexa Bliss finally turning heel again. So Emil, do you like this development? I would like her to turn heel, but I, I don't want her anywhere near... Bray Wyatt anymore because we have we already seen this we already seen seen this last year and it didn't it really didn't work well with the fans and at least for me so if she is heading into a heel turn great but if if this is just heading to her associating again with Bray Wyatt then wagna lang sana. I don't think it's headed to a heel turn I think it is the heel turn because you turned your back on your friend Okay. That's the heel turn. <laughs> yeah, you smashed what? a vase on the head of your friend. <laughs> not not a bit, very baby facey thing to do, Emil. Not a friendly okay, thing. Okay, uh, Rowan, admin Jackie points out that Lily was behind the couch. So, uh, what do you make of that? Your involvement ni Lily? Actually, hindi ko napansin, but I did notice like nag uh, yung logo ni Bray Wyatt on the TV. Pero this whole Bray thing, nakokornihan ako. And lalo na yung association ni Alexa Bliss with Bray Wyatt. Like, if they want 
Alexa to turn heel. Just bring back the five feet of fury gimmick. Like, mas gusto ko yun eh. Uh, like, tsaka na kornihan ako, like, yung slow build, like, every single week she would, like, or they would, like, tease uh, a realignment with Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt. So, yeah, I don't want to see this. Ro, we've already heard your thoughts last week. May gusto ka bang I would like to say that I wish Sidney and the dates, a diner, sa, sa fishing, uh, way more than Braun and Apollo. You're um, referring to Alexa and Bianca. Yeah, Alexa and Bianca, yeah. Because uh, they're actually friends. They already established a, a friendship uh, before this. So it would make more sense for them to go on the dates. So, um, yeah, uh, I think that was a missed opportunity. I think if you were going to slow burn anything, I would have done that. Pull, you know, do the dates and then do this the 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 vase smashing. As it is, they're rushing it, but also because they want to build up to TV soon. But I think you got time. Uh, you got what three weeks before you have to do this on TV. There was time to do it. Um, sayang lang. I, I again, I, I already said last week. I don't like the Bray Wyatt stuff. I don't like the Lily stuff. Uh, this isn't for me. But um, straight up. Murking someone with a vase in the back of the head. <laughs> okay, I can get behind that. So yeah, let's, let's see where that goes. At, at least because it wasn't the weird cryptic stuff that she used to say. She used to recite before. Um, so yeah, let, let's see more action. Let's see more treachery on that note. And less of the cryptic speaking that you know Rowan and I don't like with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, at the very least, everyone can point to that bit of footage where Alexa, it's so clear na ikaw yung gumawa nun, di ba? Like, there's no getting around it. And um, it also makes for a great meme. So there's that. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys have seen yung meme na parang... Uh, ang dami ng memes where, uh, like, pressure and responsibilities are creeping up on you, like Alexa hitting you in the back of the head with a vase. So... Alright, uh, sticking with more women's action on Raw, we got an intergender match between Rhea Ripley and Akira Tozawa and all of the Rhea Ripley simps online were saying, Sana all, sana all matulad kay Akira Tozawa. Rowan, you raised your fists in joy and uh, it, it seems like you actually like this match. I raised my hands because I like this match, not because I'm a Rhea Ripley sim. Uh, this is my favorite part of Raw. Both competitors did a great job because... You know, they made this intergender match like PG friendly. Uh, limited sila with their moves, but somehow they made it work. So, Sitozawa, he mostly did like evasive dodges. But si Ripley, yung gumawa ng mga ano, power moves. Uh, and, you know, uh, they, they made it work basically. And, sana uh, there would be more ano, intergender matches. Pero, kahit sa, I guess, live events lang. Siguro don mm-hmm. nila magawa yung ano yung like men could strike women. Okay, uh, one of our patrons and friends of the podcast, Aaron, says he is a proud Rhea Ripley sub and he feels represented. Yes, you do, you sir. Uh, Igao Emil, what did you think of Akira Tozawa's Reggie-like offense? Um, I think yeah, sabi ni Romeo, it's a it's an injured intergender match. And we all know WWE doesn't really like intergender matches anymore. But they did it in a way that it doesn't cross, cross the line. Like, all Tozawa did. What, what was, is the line? Like, you know, like violence on, on women. Because we don't really condone that anymore in 2022. Ah, 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 ah. That's not where the nuance is, but I'll let you finish. But, you know, um, Palang nairaos nila yung ano yung match. Like honestly, I didn't like it, but if it, if this is the first step towards 
intergender match being normal again, then I'm okay with it. Uh, siguro next time it'll be it'll be better than what we got on Raw, but but yeah, this is a good step, maybe I guess. Siguro, I'll let you do your counterpoint. Yeah, yeah Rowan, Rowan Muna. I, I just want to add that the reason why they don't do intergender matches anymore is because of their uh, WWE's partnership with Mattel. Ah, uh, yun lang yung alam ko. Pero para, basta may kasunduan sila na wag maglaban ng babae at lalaki. But they did anyway. And yeah. uh, for you, Akira Tazawa not getting to hit anything was a match, intergender match working. That to you is a good intergender match where the the man isn't technically allowed to hit the woman, but the woman is allowed to do whatever she wants to the man. That's a good intergender match to you. Just because, just because, just because uh, Tazawa was able to evade the moves in a really athletic manner, that's a good, that's a good match to you. Jesus Christ, uh, I, I knew you impressed easily, but I not, I didn't know it was this easy. It was bad. Yes, Emil was right. It was bad. The thing about this is that this is not the same thing as violence against women and children. It's not the same thing where uh, a domestic abuser is trying to uh, beat down his partner. It's not that. It's not that. Because we are from an industry, we are from a place where intergender matches actually happen because both men, because both man and woman consent to being in a fight with each other. So that's the nuance that allows for intergender matches here that distinguishes that from domestic violence. That's not the same thing. And because this wasn't respected, this nuance wasn't respected, it made for a really terrible intergender match. Like, Yes, uh, it wasn't executed terribly in the physical sense, but you know, once you understand what they were trying to do and what they were actually doing in there, in which Tozawa was missing everything because he wasn't technically allowed for the for the reasons Rowan mentioned, it all falls apart. It it just ends up being really bad. And to me, uh, like I said on TikTok or on Twitter you were going to do something like this, either you do it well, you do it properly, which is to say uh, the man is allowed to hit the woman who is consenting to be hit in this match, or you don't do it at all. You, you leave it um, outside the, you, you don't, you don't make it official. You just make Rhea again, beat down Tazawa outside of a match and leave it at that. Cause I, uh, most of us or some of us can see right through it. It's really bad. And, it just sucks. I, I as, as someone who has been in intergender matches, I just wish I just wish we, we finally get over this and understand the nuance that allows something like this to really happen. Here's a question though. How do you get that nuance across? Because you know, we, we come from the industry, we get it, diba. But how do you teach that to a casual or a newcomer or a corporate sponsor who doesn't go into it with that knowledge? The fact that Rhea already attacks people, or already attacks guys, that's enough to justify uh, the men fighting back. I say, clearly, in by the act of Rhea attacking a guy, by the act of Mia Yim attacking someone who is a, a male, you implicitly, or they implicitly consent to being physical with the guys. So it's not like... Um, I think the problematic thing is if you suddenly book a match between an unwilling woman against a man who is just wanting to, uh, you know, throw her around and trash her. I think that's where the problem is. But once you figure out now, okay, 
uh, willing pala to, willing pala to masaktan eh, willing pala siyang lumaban eh. Uh, I think that should make it obvious that, you know, there is consent in there. Right. Um, you know, if you guys are, are new to the concept of intergender matches that really go hard, you might want to check out something like Candice LeRae and her tag team partner who shall not be named against the Young Bucks. Like Candice LeRae used to bleed heavily at these PWG shows, right? Um, and that, that's basically where she became really famous. Uh, that, that's just one example of the many intergender matches from outside WWE where the women are really, yeah, and, and, and the are men have carte blanche to go against one another. So... I, ayun, um, any other thoughts ayun. that you guys want to bring up out there? Uh, Emil. Oh, I forgot about this. Diba, remember when Nia Jax was in the Royal Rumble? Yeah. And she yeah. Took, yeah, so why why can't they do that in a normal match? Because the, the, the act of throwing someone over the rope is uh, not as violent or physical as, you know, performing actual wrestling moves, you know. Yeah, and, and I guess uh, Naya getting hit with an RKO was just like that one move, that one spot, you know? All right, I was going to ask, do you guys remember when they promoted a special attraction match between Nia Jax and Dean Ambrose? Uh, because uh, the, the thing with that is they pretend or they act like uh, Naya is pretty much equivalent to the guys because of her size, you know? Parang... Um, that I think, in their eyes, neutralizes the old, the whole fragile woman uh, perception, if you will. So, ano dapat? Like, what's what should happen here? Because Rhea is built; she is uh, taller than Akira yeah, Tozawa. She exactly, looks bulkier yeah. than Akira Tozawa. Yeah, so that was weird. Exactly, that was extremely weird that Tozawa couldn't fight back against the clearly bigger woman so uh it's just a mess it's just a mess i think i think i will give triple h credit i think they want to do it it's just that you know whatever partnership that is restricting this is in the way and i don't think they know how to get around that but i really think that they want to because they if they didn't uh, i mean uh they want to because if they didn't, they wouldn't be booking young spots where uh Mia Yim is body slamming uh Finn Balor Judgment and Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley is body slamming Luke Gallows. I think they really yeah, want yeah. to. Yeah, halata naman eh. And um, it's also, I guess, a subtle way of uh, paying tribute then to China, diba? Because this really started with uh, China and her getting involved with the likes of Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho back in the day. So um, here's the hoping that they're able to figure everything out because um, th- there is a bit of way to go here when it comes to intergender matches in the WWE. All right, uh, we're going to cross over now to AEW and we're going to talk about this new stable that seems to have formed on uh, Dynamite. And it involves Swerve Strickland, uh, this former baseball player, Parker Boudreau, and Rick Ross. So what do you think of Mogul Affiliates? Uh, Ro, as a hip-hop fan of the pod, uh, your reaction to Rick Ross having the best moment on Dynamite earlier? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably... <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing. Uh, no, my only problem with this is I hope people didn't go, who the fuck is Rick Ross? Because whenever Come on. someone... No, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. Because whenever someone um, who isn't Snoop Dogg appears on, on on AEW programming, a lot of people tend to ask, who who is this? Who is Lil Bow Wow? Who is Trina? Rowan, who is... Kilalo, was Rick Ross? I mean, I, I only heard of him back in 2013 when... Mark Henry shaved his head, and uh, a lot of people, people are comparing joking. him. 
to Rick Ross. To Rick Ross. At least you know of Rick Ross. Because yeah. uh, I'm not a fan uh, of his music or whatever. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. At least you know him. Because a lot of people, um, especially of the white persuasion, of the white <laughs> non-hip-hop listening persuasion, <laughs> they will ask, who, who the fuck is Rick Ross? Who, why is he on my television? In the same way they would ask, who the fuck is Lil Bow Wow? Who the fuck is Trina? Who the fuck is Fabulous? Uh, <laughs> and the thing is... Um, these people are big deals in the mainstream of pop culture, you know. Uh, Glendale Rick Ross has lost a lot of weight uh, over the years. That's why you. That's why he is a lot smaller now, and rightfully so because he used to be <laughs> pretty big. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like this. I, I don't know how invested or how hands-on Ricky Rose is going to be. I hope that I don't know. <laughs> it was funny the way he was. He was uh, trying to make up for all the dead air Kanina segment. Uh, <laughs> He's just talking <laughs> shit while Swerve and the other two guys were beating uh, up Keith Lee. Uh, that was fun. I think uh, that won a lot of people over, I think, with Rick Ross's performance. So I hope that, you know, they bring him over most weeks. Because, uh, that was pretty entertaining. So the chi-chi right now is that Rick Ross is actually going to be their mouthpiece. Whether or not he'll be appearing regularly, hindi pa natin alam. But I would like to hear this tag on the shows. Maybach music. I, I need that stuff in his like entrance music and all that. But the oh, <laughs> uh, Emil, um, I, I can see that this is clearly popping you. So what do you like about Rick Ross and Mogul Affiliates? Um, that segment earlier, like it's unironically one of the funniest segments uh, this year. Because I'm Rick Ross, like uh, from the start of the segment, calling Keith Lee a big mother, and uh, and he para para to play by play siya when uh when Swerve and the guys were beating up on Keith Lee. So, <laughs> it was I, I know it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it turned out to be a funny segment. When it comes to the to the stable, I'm willing to give this one a chance since Swerve uh, is the leader, and um, you you know you got these two big guys who you know uh, Sana they can work no, so they, that the stable can have a long shell life, and uh, and you know I hope also Rick Ross can appear more regularly because he is gold every time he appears on AW. Yeah, so uh, the former baseball player's name is Grandin Goatsman. So that's his name. Uh, wala pa siyang ring name kasi hindi pa naman ina-announce. I actually thought he was uh, Takashi69 on steroids. Uh, so, ikaw, Rowan, what did you think of um, this dude and Parker Boudreaux and Swerve and Rick Ross? Uh, the other guy with uh, the dreads, I thought siya si ano, Sawyer Fulton or something. Ah, no, no, no. He's wala namang impact. face stats si Sawyer Fulton. Oh, He's well, an impact. He's, well, yeah. he's happy in uh, impact. Okay. But uh, on the stable, though, uh, I don't find them interesting, but I wish they would do something to uh, no, make me interested. Rick Ross, does not interest you enough? Rick oh, Ross, uh, letting Rick Ross on TV, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of Rick Ross. I don't know him that much. I will send you a Rick Ross playlist that I was sound tripping to this afternoon. Uh, some good shit in there. <laughs> I, I, no, no, no. I wanted to say real quick that I'm I'm a fan of Parker Boudreaux. He was really he's really good. Um they didn't really get to showcase much of him. The Harlan gimmick was kind of restricting. So uh if you only I watch dark around here, but uh, the the few times he was on dark, he was really good, and I think may something should have done. And I think 
this was uh, this is a better vehicle for him than Trustbusters. So uh, I I would keep an eye on Parker here. I just want to say that I found it very weird that either AEW or TBS wala silang three or five second delay uh, to censor things because like you know Rick Ross cussed on a live mic on live television and narinig siya and I was watching the TBS feed earlier so medyo problematic yun na wala silang ano, parang accounting delay for like censorship and whatever because like w- when we do the WWE shows there's clearly a one or two minute delay to censor stuff which is why I had to explain things to some of you on uh, on Discord sa, sa Patreon, Patreon group natin um, so yeah it, it was just very weird to me that Rick Ross and his MFR were heard live on TBS yeah <laughs> well that's Tony Khan's problem now uh, kung siya kung ma kung ma-find siya ng KVP siya ng bahala may pambayad naman siya siguro hindi <laughs> <laughs> ko alam paano niya isa-sensor ng ano no? sino, sino man nag-air ng AEW dito <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Premier Sports. Premier Sports, yeah. Oh, good luck, Don. Uh, Aaron asks, whatever happened to the Trustbusters? Oh, they're they're part of the, ano, they're part of uh, the Rampage uh, yeah. Casino Battle Royal thingy. There, there is, they're, they're still wrestling in dark. Um, Ari Davari wrestles a lot in dark. Uh, see Slim, and uh, Slim J. Um, he still wrestles on dark, so just catch them there. Um, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice distraction, if you will. What if Rick Ross starts appearing on dark and elevation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. So the thing is taped before the show, anyway. So it's not like he has to make, he has to go out of his way to, to, to get on that show. But anyway. So yeah, uh, thank you, Rick Ross, for now being part of AEW canon. <laughs> Uh, something I didn't know I needed for 2022. Sobrang na out of place ako since kayo lang inaagit. Whatever it is. Keep up. It's not an inside joke. Or whatever. Like, Rick Ross is famous, dude. Yeah. Not, no, the joke here is he, he said motherfucker on TV. That's not an yeah. inside joke. No, no, I mean, yeah. It's out of place out. That's the bottom line. Okay. See, we'll take a break so Rowan can catch up and get the funnies as well. I mean, uh, when I we mean, come back. You know I mean? Just just hope that one day WWE or AEW would get twice on the show. You can identify all of the others because Momo, Nayon, and to you. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, let's talk about our Christmas wrestling wishes. All right, uh, let's hear a word first from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For the audio-only part of this week's uh, podcast, let's talk about a couple of things from NXT and something that MVP has been doing on social media. So he's been teasing a Hurt Business reunion. And I know about this because I also saw it on my trending topic. So what are the chances that we're going to get this since Bobby Lashley has been off doing his thing for quite some time. Shelton and Cedric not really on TV, but they did uh, get attacked by the bloodline on Raw this past week. So... 
Can something like a Hurt Business reunion happen, Rowan? What do you think for 2023? I really wish maganda yung treatment sa kanila kasi sobrang pangit nung nag-reunite sila for a brief period when Lashley was the WWE champion. I want Shelton to be relevant again. I, I know he's like, medyo, he's past his prime and I, I wish he, he would still be relevant and be used on TV. Like, he's still like, I mean, magaling pa rin naman siya lumaban eh. Like, he, he still has the same moveset na nakilala natin from the past. So I really wish na mag-reunite sila and they would get a better treatment. Mm-hmm. Ikaw, Emil, do you think this will happen? Uh, I think so. Kasi isa din sa mga wish ko was for the Hurt Business to have a proper run on the main roster because kung matatandaan natin, when they had their run, it was in front of the Thunderdome. So walang crowd. And when they did got a brief run. It was only brief. Na, napaka, napaka short lang nun. So, because there's so much here to work on for the Hurt Business. Ang laking potential niya for me. So, now Triple H will uh, likely reform the Hurt Business again and it would give them a proper chance to run roughshod over the main roster. Igaro, what's the biggest thing stopping a Hurt Business reunion from actually happening? Biggest thing stopping? Uh, the political will of whoever's running the show. MVP Amos was a Vince McMahon thing. So with that out of the way, I think Triple H was just really uh, parang tying up those loose ends. I think he wasn't really into Omos as well. That's why uh, Natalos Omos when he fought Braun Strowman and we never seen him since. So I think they quietly phased him out. And I think they're going back to the Hurt Business because yeah, Cedric is a Triple H guy. So I think there is something there. It lines up with the way they usually tell stories. Like MVP wouldn't... It, it's not just a throwaway thing that he did there when he mentioned uh, Bobby Lashley to Adam Pierce. So I think there is something there that's waiting to be unfolded, to be uncovered. So ready na ka all right, yeah, I'm I'm also ready for a hurt business reunion. But it's been way too long since we uh you know ha- have seen a faction like the hurt business. Plus, I love the visual of these guys just wearing suits and power walking to the ring. So, um, as a lover of suits, I can't wait to see them back on TV as a unit. Uh, just a question. Yeah. Mm. Well, what are the what is the potential of Omos possibly being the fifth member of the hurt business? Uh, um, the thing about Omos is he's, he seems like a nice dude and I think I do want him to succeed and the best way to do that is to surround yourself with a bunch of guys who clearly know what they're doing so from MVP to, to Bobby Lashley to Cedric Alexander that's it they're good wrestlers so um, if that were the case if MVP brought Omos in as the real heavy of the Hurt Business I would be okay with that too yeah, uh, it'll be like evolution, the Banasina, Randy Orton, and Batista were the young guns who were new to the business, and then Triple H and Ric Flair literally shepherded their careers and turned them into stars. So I think if Omos was the fifth guy, then you can do so much worse than Cedric, Shelton, MVP, and Lashley. Uh, so yeah, let's cross over to, uh, to NXT and let's talk about that Booker T and Roxanne interview segment. And Ro, you said on Patreon that you were such a huge fan of the way that this all unfolded uh, because of the natural chemistry between mentor and uh, student. Yeah, Booker T has this tendency to o- to overact. You know, you know how he is. Uh, sometimes he'll just go all in on his uh, shocky ducky quack quack gimmick. Um, but this 
obviously he has some real skin in the game when it comes to Roxanne Perez. Uh, he trained her pretty much. Uh, and I'm sure he endorsed her to the big companies from ROH to WWE. So Meron Chang ROI here. And I think that that's shown through in the way he talked about and to Roxanne in that segment. And that was like the real Booker T that drew people in back when he was an in-ring competitor, back when he was a bona fide main eventer. So I really like that. And all and Manage Champion managed a natural rapport with between him and Roxanne. And all Roxanne had to do was was play off of it, like the the student that she was. Right? So I like that. I don't think Booker can replicate that with a lot of other guys, a lot of other girls, people. So I think that kind of segment or his interactions with Roxanne are one of a kind. Mm. Igor Rowan, your thoughts on your matchmate, Roxanne Perez? Uh, it was really heartwarming, yung bong segment. Na yun. I like how they reminisce about their, their days in the yung reality of wrestling, but whatever the training facility. Yeah, yeah, reality of wrestling. Yeah, and then they also brought up that short clip from Total Divas na nangangarap si, uh, si Roxanne na maging diva someday. She was talking to Natalia. I really love that. Plus, uh, yung, yeah, yung chemistry ni Booker T and Roxanne, it was really cool. Really reminds me of William Regal and Brian Danielson. So that was really cool. Igor mm-hmm. Emil, I, I see a huge smile on your face. Was that one of your favorite segments from NXT this week? Yes, kasi napaka-wholesome niya because usually interviews are so tense, like it would usually lead to a brawl or a challenge. But this one, it was just uh, a trainer and the, the mentee just, you know, reminiscing on the good times and Brooker being so proud of her winning the NXT uh, Women's Championship. And gusto ko din yung, ano, yung, yung ending niya where Roxanne asked for more for advice uh, now that she is a champion. So napaka-hosam lang. And I really enjoyed that segment. All right. One more segment that went viral on the internet from NXT was Grayson Waller and Braun Breaker recreating the Bret Hart and Goldberg Iron Plate segment from WCW in the late 90s. So, Ro, did you immediately get that reference when they did that on NXT? When I, uh, fo- when I was following yesterday's NXT, I was just following on social media. So uh, I didn't see it live. So when I, was, when I got caught up, I already saw the people saying, oh, they did the Bret Hart Goldberg spot. Uh, so um, I can't say I was, you know, I was, I can't say I was organically clued in to the segment. I, I'm not sure if I would have remembered it if I saw it live, but maybe I could. But, you know, I'm not that I wasn't that big of a I, was, I wasn't a fan of WCW at all. I just I just know what I know from the Internet. Yeah, I actually liked how Grayson Waller is looking to outsmart Braun Breaker here. But it's very outwit and outplay against Braun Breaker to borrow some terms from Survivor here. So uh, I, I think it's a great way for them to play off of one another since Braun Breaker has been more of the brawny type talaga, no pun intended. And Grayson Waller seems to be more calculating now that he he knows he's got a guaranteed shot against Braun Breaker here. So Rowan, what do you think of this as we get closer to New Year's Evil? Do you think it ups your chances to Grayson Waller? to defeat Braun? I just want to give my thoughts real quick about the Iron Plate segment. Uh, so, I didn't watch NXT live yesterday. Major late good na siya Someone spoiled on Twitter with a Bret Hart action figure na may metal plate. So, parang, oh, hindi ko na-gets bakit may ganong parang 
is it a new figure? Tapos it turns out it parang it was part of NXT. They recreated that segment, but with ano uh, Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller. Now I thought when Braun speared Grayson Waller, I thought it was just like napagod si Braun after that spear. But it turns out it was the uh, uh, iron plate. Now I do think Grayson Waller could be the next NXT champion because he has the looks, he has the mic skills. I think he needs to be the next one. Because parang yung the way he acts, parang pang main roster na din eh. Pero before he goes to main roster, he needs to be NXT champion for me. Mm-hmm. Ikaw, Emil, uh, what do you think of of uh, this main event segment on NXT? Uh, actually, lately ko lang nalaman na Grayson Waller is a Survivor alumni. So, uh, but yeah, it makes sense to me because yung character niya, ane, he says he outsmarts everyone, he outwits everyone, and initially I didn't like him because parang to me, like on a on a on on a glance, parang lang siyang damis. But when you watch him every week. You realize he's more than that, so he's growing on me uh, every week. And yung segment nyan, ano? Uh, I I like it because it's something that we have never seen since 20 years ago. So, uh, and it also presents Grayson as he's not the typical heel na coward heel or cheating heel, but he uses every single every single leverage that he can use to gain an advantage over Braun and. I actually want him to be the one who to dethrone Braun now for the NXT title. Yes, please. I think uh, we are the Grayson Waller fan club here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Igaro, any thoughts on that entire segment? Well, si Emil, did not pinakinggan yung interview natin with Grayson Waller. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. About that. Yeah, he didn't know he was a Survivor alum. <laughs> uh, we cover that uh, extensively. Yeah, um, I thought the. I thought the segment was cool. Um, I like how NXT is leaning in toward the um, hardcore fan demographic. So that's pretty cool. They know their audience as well, and they are willing to take different creative risks. I think on as a whole, in on the whole, they try way more different things on NXT than on the main roster. I, I don't know if you guys have noticed it as well. So, talagang iba iba, and it's it's really fun. I and that that segment with the iron plate was a part of that approach, and I really enjoyed it. And I also enjoy the fact that it it closed the show. I say oftentimes um, a Braun Breaker segment would be somewhere in the middle of the show, so it doesn't feel important. Yep, the NXT Championship doesn't feel important. So I like that they made this feel legit and made Waller a big deal in the process. So big win all around. It popped everyone. You don't see the iron plate every day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't like how Braun died after spearing the the plate, which is which doesn't make sense, as our friend Andrew Goldstein also mentioned on Twitter. The most you would do is get shoulder pain. That's it, not a concussion. So yeah, pretty fun. I as Emil said, I do hope that this would lead to a big win for Grayson Waller. Uh, I think people are low key tired of Braun Breaker. If you're not outright saying it yet you're probably feeling it deep down so ready na tayo na for a change yep change is coming hopefully the good kind and in the form of a Grayson Waller title win at New Year's Evil that's gonna do it for our audio only part of the podcast as always send your questions and your comments to us on TikTok and on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod alright uh, do we have any shoutouts on Kumu? 
Nah, but we are at 3,315 likes. So uh, just keep smashing those hearts, guys. It's the last uh, live stream of the year. Sana may kumu pa pagbalik natin in 2023. Well, <laughs> uh, like regulars at today, I'm they're either stuck in traffic or in the office or having a Christmas party, whatever have you. Sana uh, di pa nila dinilitin kumu. Yeah. Uh, yun lang naman. Uh, yeah, again, as usual, keep smashing those hearts so that you let people know that we like, or you like wrestling talk here on Kumu. Alright, let's uh, talk about Christmas because it's happening in three days and I want to talk about your Christmas wrestling wishes. So get yours in the comment section as we go around the panel. Let's start with Emil A.S.H. as the newest member of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Meron Christmas wrestling wish for 2023? Um, I have a couple of wishes. Uh, first of all, it's for all major promotions to thrive next year so that fans can have multiple companies uh, to watch and you know be happy watching uh, wrestling every week. And plus, plus, it's also beneficial to wrestlers so that there are places that they can work uh, they can work on. And second, uh, my I think this is more of a resolution than a wish, but I wish next year I could finally go to a local uh, pro wrestling show because yeah. mm. someone from the province these past couple of years, it's there's still are restrictions in place when it comes to traveling but i think now that the world is slowly opening up uh this coming next year it's number one on my goal on my uh bucket list to to attend a local uh wrestling uh show because i've never been to a live professional wrestling show so not even a wwe live event so this is important for me this uh next year so i could also meet a lot of a lot of you guys like Row, Stan, Row, and I can finally meet y'all in person. So, and also uh, people uh, sa comment section natin. So, yeah, those are, are my. Uh, Emil, Emil, maganda na no. Gusto mo ikaw yung pumunta rito kasi the last yeah. time ng local wrestling pumunta sa probinsya hindi na bayaran yung mga wrestler. Yeah, I know, eh. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yun yung uh, wrestling wishes cover. He flew all the way from San Francisco just to watch MWF. <laughs> Not kidding. He really yeah, did. Yeah, we actually saw him in the front row. He really wow, did. Uh, yeah. He has quite a bit of cash on him. <laughs> Sana all. All right. Uh, Rowan, Ikaw, what's your Christmas wrestling wish? So my Christmas wish for 2023 would be, you know, another WWE Live Manila. Uh and we're going to see some new faces. Because uh, it's been a last WWE Live Manila, right? 2019, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I hope to see some Filipino talents this time, like uh, Joaquin, wow. whatever his name uh, is now. See uh, si Caden Carter. Hopefully, they get to uh, be part of that uh, tour. And another would be ano, more Forbidden Door moments or interpromotional events and matches. Uh, with this, we would have a lot of dream matches. So not only like WWE and AEW or like New Japan, but in the Philippines, siguro, I wish for MWF and FPW to have a uh, interpromotional uh, show. Well, that makes one of us. Uh, Igao Ro, what's your uh, re- Christmas wrestling wish? Uh huh. Um, actually, don't know. Um, siguro, I just want. Uh... 
good storytelling in 2023. Like, I just, I just, I just wish for things to make sense. I, I wish for Tony Khan to hire new people to write the shows. Uh, <laughs> yun naman. Because I, I really am a big fan of AW. Like, uh, they got the wrestling part down pat, and it's just a matter of TK finally delegating everything. Because you know, one man can't handle everything. I think uh, anyone could attest to that. Like you can't, you can't do everything. It doesn't make for a good product. So um, I just wish that he comes with a good sense of, uh, you know, getting some more hands. Mm-hmm. So yeah, naman, my Christmas wrestling wish is a Filipino announce table at WrestleMania Yo, 39. Nice. Nice. I, I just I just need to put that energy out there. Bring me and Carlo Pamintuan to uh, the SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, and then I can die a happy man. I, on that yeah. note, on that note, I wish for Disney Plus to have all the WWE content. Yes, yes, on that note, yeah. That, that's a good Christmas wish as well. Uh-huh. All right, let's go through yours in the comment section. Si Glendale, parang kay Rowan. Uh, yeah, Rowan and Emil, WWE in Manila. Julian, high locker room morale in all companies. That's okay, a good one. Yeah, yeah. Si Ina, AEW NJPW shows on Philippine TV. All right. Uh, Mel wants a world tour for AEW, including the Philippines. Uh, can, I, can I comment on this? Um, Sige. I, as someone who runs a wrestling uh, account on social media, you would be surprised at how many people stay loyal to uh, to WWE as if it was ABS-CBN. Um, it is really bad out there for AEW here in the Philippines. Um, you and I, Mel, uh, you and I here, uh, especially the ones here, we are, you know, uh, rational fans who watch, who don't have a problem with AEW, you know. Uh, but the the masses, my friend, my God, the masses, they really hate that stuff. They think, they think that the WWE alumni who cross over to AEW are tainted goods just because they left WWE. It is bad out there. So, uh, yes, you're right. It is a small percentage of this happening. So I don't know what it's going to take for people, for the masses to um, finally embrace AEW the same way they do WWE. So, pray na tayo kay Lord, whoever wrestling God you, you worship. So you're saying that they're the wrestling equivalent of the 31 million? No, 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 no. I wouldn't. No, no. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Um, it's just uh, Hindi. It's not the thirty-one million. It's it's you know the people who you know. It's more of the, it's the extreme who, brand loyalty. It's more of the people who don't watch GMA. Myself included. Okay. Gets gets. Yeah. All right. Continuing with the list. Oh, si Balita Nandito. Uh, he wants Death Triangle to beat the Elite. Well, okay. Um, I'm I'm not sure if that's gonna happen, but. Uh, <laughs> Si, sino pa? Glendale wants to see Ate Shotzi in Manila. So do I. Leo wants WWE titles on both yeah, brands. Okay, yes. Sure. I'm, I'm That's a good that. Christmas wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, sino pa ba? Dindo. Sana magkaroon ng WWE Live sa atin. Yep. Uh, sana rin maging main eventers or world champions in a Shinsuke and Finn. Hope Big E recovers from injury. Sabi ni Glendale. Sino pa ba? Uh, Admin Angelo. I wish WWE Network stays on our shores. Yeah, that's not gonna happen, dude. Sino uh, pa ba? Yeah, I think that's it. So on that note, thank you to everybody who sent in your wrestling Christmas wishes for 2023. Um, stick around for the audio-only part that'll be on Spotify and where, uh, wherever you get your podcasts by tomorrow. 
For now, though, as always, we're going to get to our picks of the week. So leave yours in the chat. Let's start with our ASHs. Rowan, what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week would be the NXT Women's Tag Team title three-way match uh, from the uh, previous NXT episode. So because, uh, I mean, it's really fun. Like, uh, they fly everywhere. But, but mostly on the finish of the match. So Ivy Nile locked in that Dragon Sleeper that in Salikoran. And then Caden Carter managed to uh, counter that doing the Bret Hart type of pin. Like he would like she would back roll. And then with that, na trap yung arms ni Ivy Nile. So I really I was really impressed with that finish. And the favorite for this week. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. A lot of fun. Uh Emil, your pick of the week. All right. So my pick of the week goes out to the main event of Dynamite earlier today. He Karushida versus Jamie Hayter for the AEW women's championship that was a hell of a match uh they exceeded all the hype coming into it and i don't know like the, the, there was there were a lot of stiff elbows in that in that match earlier and and you could argue that shida and hater are two of the best women's wrestlers in the world right now and and god bless tk for just letting letting them go out there and just just showcase their talents and uh, it paid off. What a what a fantastic match that was. God bless Jamie Hayter for being the MVP of their division. Yeah, Igaro, your pick of the week. I have two picks of the week. One is Rick Cross's MF. <laughs> <laughs> so the top moment in AW history. Oh, you know, long inside joke, na. It's clearly the motherfucker. All right, all right. Well, at least mas maganda pa sa doggy splash ni Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but my real pick of the week, which I am surprised that none of you in the chat are picking, is Gunther versus Ricochet from last Friday SmackDown. I know last Friday was a long time ago, and maraming magandang match nangyari. But come on, guys, Gunther versus Ricochet. Uh, a, a match for the ages. Uh, I know it was a rematch, but you know, uh, it 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 made Ricochet step out of his comfort zone, and that was a really fun thing to watch. I actually forgot that I called dibs on that uh, in our group chat because so much has happened since Friday or Saturday. Uh, but you know, I'll, I'll I'll let you keep that because that was a great a pick. Uh, my pick is New Day versus Briggs and Jensen from NXT. That was also a lot of fun. I'm loving the New Day on NXT. Parang narevitalize sila for some reason, and NXT also looks so much better for it. So yes, please more New Day on my NXT. I love it. Um, let's get to your picks. Julian picks John Cena's promo. Glendale picks WWE This Is Awesome Best Wrestling Video Games Maganda raw yung episode Because it allowed him to reminisce on the games he played before Alistair picks Carmelo Hayes versus Axiom A plus, A plus, chef's kiss mm-hmm. Really black and gold uh, stuff over there uh. Yeah, sobrang, sobrang good um, Jackie picks Admin Jackie picks yung sweldo ni Mandy Rose Get that bag, queen Amanda, my friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so no 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 proof correct ko last week about the money she was making. So yeah, uh cheers for our newest millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Sana oh, may nakaahon na mula sa She didn't even need a man. Like, you know, Tino had nothing to do with it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Leo picks uh, Hater versus Shida from earlier. Advin Agila picks WWE Holiday Promotions and Women's Title Match. 
Uh, sino pa ba? Giancarlo picked Sammy versus yeah, AJ in that Blue Thunder Bomb finish. Yeah, Sammy actually won with a Blue Thunder Bomb. Holy crap! That was the second uh, time I've seen it, by the way. Yes. first time lang yun last month. No, I, I've seen it. I've seen no, it one first time, time in a while. Yeah, I, I can't remember when the last time was, but I know I did see it. Hmm. Aaron picks Chris Jericho on this horror B film, uh, Terrifier Two. And yung fan time account ni Mandy Rose. <laughs> Subscriber ka ba, Aaron? Kinulong mo ba ang mga playlines si Mandy? Alistair picks Grayson Waller outsmarting Braun Breaker hey. with the metal plates. Uh, we'll talk about that in the audio only. Um, and Ina picks NJPW Road to Tokyo Dome. Oh nga, malapit ng Wrestle Kingdom. Um, the next live stream we do will probably be a Wrestle Kingdom uh, review show. Tama ba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I say yeah, January oh, 4 yeah. is on a Wednesday. Yes, yes. Uh. Yeah, so our next show is a review show na. So walang predictions. Uh, if you want like predictions, we'll probably just do it online. So follow us on TikTok and on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod. Uh, let's get some plugs. Um, Rowan, anything to plug on your end? Uh, wala naman, but uh, advanced plugging ng siguro for the uh, WWP Awards Night. Uh, it will oh, yeah, be yeah. Uh, published next week. And read our audio. I read our audio literally. Read our uh, reviews. Uh, my review for the Noche Buena pay-per-view from MWF. It's uh, free. Oh, free to read. Yeah. Yeah, free. Totally oh, free. Oh, I mean uh, the pay-per-view na MWF. Oh, whatever. Mali yung... Yeah, it's free. It's free. Right. I made anyway. it free for all. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Emil, any plugs? Uh, just follow me on Twitter and TikTok. Uh, I mainly post uh, sports uh, opinions on TikTok. Yes. And... Uh, and uh, also subscribe to our Patreon and yeah, plug ko na rin our uh, year-ender episode next week. Oh, Rowan, nagsispin daw ba yung title mo? Oh, that one, hindi. It's, uh, I, uh, yeah, kasi the, 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 latter, um, the latter WWE Championships had the the logo stuck in place, diba? Uh, Corny. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but I put paper on it so that it won't spin. Para yung, no, but the, so it does actually spin? It spins, pero medyo, ano, it's tight. I need to put some okay. langis. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Now, Igaro, w- any plugs? Yeah. Uh, Noche Buena, for those who haven't uh, gotten to, the, to watch it live, is now up on the MWF gank profile. So all you got to do is go to manilawrestling.com and subscribe for a month or uh, monthly for only $10 or around 600 something pesos for 100 coins or some something like that you can pay via gcash paypal uh, credit card debit card uh, so a lot of options available so if you want to support local wrestling and if you didn't get to catch that really major event from a couple of weeks ago uh, was it a couple yeah a couple of weeks ago uh it's available there. And then you can also watch previous episodes of Action Revela TV. And if you stay subscribed, you will also get to watch, well, future, future uh, episodes. Because we're pa going break break. So, uh, yun lang. Uh, please support local wrestling. And also uh, follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Uh, yeah, uh, we post everyday clips, highlights. Um, we are the... Uh, House of Highlights of Pro Wrestling. 
Yon. Uh, for me, just a quick plug. Please <clears throat> watch Emily in Paris season three on Netflix. Uh, I'm one of the members of the Tagalog voice cast. Ako yung uh, frenemy ni Emily, si Nicolas De Leon. So uh, go catch that in Tagalog. Really fun stuff. I'm actually watching it in Tagalog myself. Because I'm not even watching the whole episodes. I just watch the scenes where I'm uh, recording lines. So uh, please check that out. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at eml underscore meister at Monday Night Rowan at China Supersized. At Row is War And at underscore Stancy Thank you very much To our producers Over at PNA For all of the work That you do Thank you to all of our Subscribers Patrons Listeners Commenters Streamers Everybody who keeps Joining us for the podcast Thank you for sticking with us In 2022 Kahit na ang dami Nang nag-onsite ulit Kahit na physical work Or physical school na ulit Really appreciate having you on You completed our 2022 Sana for 2023 Ganun pa rin We'll catch you uh, Right after Wrestle Kingdom 17 Or 18 17 di ba? Yeah After Wrestle Kingdom 17 On January 5 For the next live stream On behalf of everyone From the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Merry Christmas You filthy animals And a Happy New Year Merry Christmas Next week na Happy New Year Peace The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>